0: This is this is probably the best place to speak like this y'all y'all make it so easy Um, I'm excited uh, just for this opportunity Um, uh, We we do this for our serve team This is all about leadership development and I'm so grateful for our pastors like since this church started since we started Shoreline City Church Every week, we take some time out just for leadership development. Every week, we take time out just to pray yep. for our church, pray for the serve team, pray for you and your families. So I'm so grateful for our pastors that are very intentional about this time. Yep. This is not a time that that I take for granted. I don't think any of us here take this time for granted. And um, I, I love this, this series that we have been in, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Yep. If you guys are just jumping into this, go back or listen to the last few episodes. It's solid, gold. All of it is so so good. Every single episode, and um, I and this is this is probably the best leadership book that I have ever read. Wow. Like wow. every time I go and and go back to a chapter and read it, I'm always pulling out of pulling out some things that I that I didn't pick up on yeah. previously. Um, and I and I just love what John Maxwell like, this teaches us about. Practical leadership, it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what your role is. You could be a father, you could be a mother, you could be a teacher, you could be a lawyer, doctor, it doesn't matter what you are, you could be a pastor, you're gonna get something out of this. Um, and I love how, uh, just how, how, how you, you can see the connection between what he's saying and, and where he's pulling out of. A, lot of. a lot of times he pulls, you might not see it in there, but he's pulling things out of scripture. And uh, there's this verse that I came across, John chapter 15. John chapter 15, verse 4, it says, Stay joined to me, and I will stay joined to you. No branch can produce fruit alone. It must stay connected to the vine. It must stay connected to the vine. I heard about this story. There's this this woman named Amelia Earhart, July 2nd, 1937, she takes off, and she's somebody who was, they called her the queen of the air. She was was an amazing aviator, she was a pilot. She was the first woman to cross the Atlantic by herself. She did amazing things, broke records in aviation. She was incredible. July 2nd, 1937, she's getting ready for her flight. She has all of the latest technology, all of the gadgets, everything is good. She's ready to go and they say just moments before she took off, they don't know exactly what happened, but her receiving antenna was either disconnected or damaged. So she's in the air, they're trying to communicate with her, ground control cannot, they're, they're not able to get a clear message to her, she's not able to communicate with them, she's not exactly sure where she's supposed to land, and 80 years later, they had just confirmed a few years ago that the bones that they found a year after she took off were hers. So I hear the story and I ask myself, how important is connection? How important is connection? In this case, it was life or death. And I think about connection with our Heavenly Father. And I think also think about our connection, not just that, because we're all leaders here and we all have influence over some people, so we also need to be connected with the people that we're leading. Something John Maxwell said, he said, when working with people, the heart comes before the head. That's true. The heart comes before the head. And I'll also also say here at Shoreline City, uh, some of you have heard this before, is your heart also comes before your hands. Mm -hmm. We care more about you, we care more about your heart than we care about what you can do um, on the serve team or wherever else in the church. And at Shoreline City, if you're a part of our church, our vision and mission is to raise up Christ-like leaders who make it on earth, as it is in heaven. If you're listening to this right now, our vision and mission is to raise up Christ-like leaders who make it on earth as it is in heaven. Doesn't matter if it's day one here at Shoreline City for you or day 1000, it doesn't matter if you're listening to this July 2023 or July 2033, the vision and the mission is not gonna change. We're here to raise up Christ-like leaders who make it on earth as it is in heaven. Every single campus, every single connect group, we're all doing the same thing. And, we're all, and we all wanna influence people for the cause of Christ. We're all taking somebody on a journey, but in order to take people where we want them to go, we've gotta be connected to the Father. I've, I've learned um, in, in, in just various seasons, especially the season that I'm in right now, I'm doing and responsible for more than I've ever been responsible for. Like, I'm responsible for two kids, like two. <laughs> I've got a wife, I've got, I've got everything that I do here, and, and, I'm, and I'm, I've learned, and, and this is not new to me, but I'm, I'm being reminded of this, is that I can't do it on my own. I have to be connected to the Father. It doesn't matter what your role is, whether it's here at church, you can be a team captain, or you can just be walking in here and say, hey, this is my home. We all have to be connected to the Father doesn't matter what your job is. You can be the doorman at a building downtown, or you can be the guy that has his name on the building. In order to be everything that God has called you to be, we must be connected to the Father. Uh, one of the things that my daughter, my youngest daughter Noah is doing right now, I will, I will sit her down in the living room and I just got to run and do something real quick. Like I'm only going to be gone for 30 seconds. That's it. She can still see me. I'm in the kitchen. She's right there. But the moment I put her down, she starts to call out for me. She starts to cry. And I ask myself, do I call out to my father the same way that she calls out to me? At nine months old, she's recognized, I need this guy. I need him. Wow. Do I, do, I, do I call out to the father the same way? That's so good, Olu. Here are three ways that I connect with the Heavenly Father. Three ways I connect with the Heavenly Father: Scripture, Sabbath, and solitude. Scripture, Sabbath, and solitude. And Scripture. If you're if you're ever like sitting down and talking to me, to me like this is one of the most important things. Like if you want to learn how to hear God's voice, if you want to see what God has for you, like it's right there in yeah. the Bible. Like, this is literally God's words to us. And for me, in the, in, the, in the season that I'm in right now, it's not always sitting down and for like 30 minutes, an hour, and reading my Bible. A lot of my Bible reading happens when I'm driving to work. I'm just listening, listening to the Bible app, just listening to the audio. Sometimes my scripture comes, it comes through the music that I'm listening to. Oh, yeah. The worship music that I'm playing. So scripture, like, it doesn't matter how you get it in, yeah. but... Just make sure that we're getting it in. Make sure that we're spending some time in the Word. The other thing is Sabbath. Now, this looks different for everybody. This For me, it just depends on the season of life that I'm in. Depends on the day. It changes depending on the season. But Sabbath for me is I just stop working. I stop worrying. I just stop wanting. I just stop. Sabbath for me is a lot of times, it can be a little bit noisy because... The best Sabbath is when I'm just hanging out with my girls, yeah. Yeah. hanging out with my wife. We're just yeah. in the living room. We're upstairs. We're just, we're just hanging out with each other. Phone is away, not responding to emails. Yeah. It's just our time. Yeah. And, so, and it's a great time for me to just think about and reflect on how God has blessed me with this family that I have. The other thing is solitude. Solitude might be, I, it's, it's something that I enjoy doing it was, uh, it took a while for me to get to a place where i like, okay, it's time for solitude. It was actually my wife, she'll say like, hey, it's been, busy, it's been a busy week, do you wanna go to a coffee shop? I'll go to the coffee shop, not doing anything on my phones, sometimes I have a book, sometimes I have the Bible, I'm just chilling by myself. I, I live in, uh, in Rockwall, so really, the, the, the areas that I go, it's me and a bunch of old people, like nobody's gonna <laughs> bother me. I, I, I just I love love being out there, and um, I'm able to just I'm able to just have that time, just me and my heavenly Father. Yeah. In, uh, in, in in Matthew, we see that right after Jesus was baptized, he had that time of solitude. Yeah. Yeah. And in that time of solitude, it, it, the, uh, the the passage of scripture it uses this word. We see wilderness, we see desert, but the word it used was eremos in the Greek. And I learned that eremos literally translates to a quiet place. So I don't need to go into the desert. I don't need to climb a mountain. I just need to go somewhere where it's quiet because if I'm going to lead the people that God has called me to lead, I know that I have to be connected to the Father. So, okay, so once I've connected to the Father, here's what John Maxwell says about being connected to the people. John Maxwell gives us eight different things about being connected to the people. Number one, connect with yourself. You've got to know who you are as a leader. You've got to know where your identity is as a leader. You've got to know who you are. The second thing is connect with openness and sincerity. Like You've got to keep it real. Like People are able to spot fake a mile away. So it's, I've learned that it's okay as a leader to say, hey, I don't have that answer. I'm not sure, I don't know, but I'm gonna go and get the answer for you. The third thing he said is know your audience. Learn, 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 learn their names, ask questions, learn the history, the people that you're leading on your teams, the people that you work with, do you know what their goals are? Ask them what their goals are. What are your dreams? What is the vision that you have for your life? Because how can I help you with that? The fourth thing is live your message. Pastor Earl says this all the time. Are you smoking what you're selling? Like, if my message here is connect groups, my message here is join, my message here is generosity, am I living those things? The next thing is go where the people are. When you're doing your research on, on people, are you breaking down the barriers? Are you learning about somebody else's culture? Are you asking questions? I've got people on my team, like they, I, I look up what their job is. So it, it'll help me connect with them better. Like, I don't know anything about tech, but I'm going to look up what this guy does so I can connect with him better. Next thing is focus on them, not yourself. Mm. As a leader in in just the the world that we live in today, it's very easy to think leadership is about yourself. But it's never about yourself. It's always about taking people where everybody's trying to go, where the team is trying to go. What do you need to do as a leader to slow down and say, hey, let's go? Let's go together. Yeah. Yeah. The next thing is believe in them. Mm. Yeah. As a leader, you probably believe that you have value for your team, but do you believe that your team has value for you? Oh. Oh, say that do you believe that your team has yeah. value for you? And the last thing uh, John Maxwell said is, offer direction and hope. Okay. Leaders are dealers of hope, and when you give someone hope, you give them a future. Like if you're not if you're if you're not taking somebody anywhere, yeah. you're not going to be leading them for a long time. And 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 I've learned and I've done a few of these things and I, and this reading this book has has helped give me some verbiage for how to lead in a better way. Yeah. And I, and I've seen when I connect with my heavenly father when I'm connecting with people, it makes it so much easier for me to preach the gospel. It makes it so much easier for me to lead like a champion. It makes it so much easier for me to see with eyes of hope. It makes it so much easier for me to, to literally do all of these things that we're learning in this built different series right now and like, okay, how do I walk this out? And how do I show people how it looks? So my prayer for all of us today is that as we continue to lead, as we continue to lead ourselves, spend time with God, as we lead the people that are around us, whether it's our family, the teams, the people we work with at, at schools, at hospitals, whatever it is that we, that we do, that we, that we recognize and remember, it's not about us, but truly it's about God, and it's about taking them on the journey that God has called them to. Let's pray. God, I just thank you so much for who you are, Lord. I just thank you for the vision that you have given this church to raise up Christ-like leaders who make it on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. And that vision is not about us, it's about your name, not our name, Lord. So I just pray that you just continue to equip us, continue to show us how to lead your sons and your daughters, Lord. I pray that you just continue to show us uh, not, not not to be okay with just the team that we have here, but to go after the ones that are not on the team yet, Lord. Go after the sons and daughters that are still lost. Go after the sons and daughters that still have questions, Lord. Go after those that say, I don't know if I'm a leader yet. Yeah. That's okay that, that that they don't know that they're a leader yet, but I pray that you show us how how, how to teach them that, hey, you're, you don't have to stay that way. Yeah. Follow me as I follow Jesus. Yeah. So in your name we pray, God. Amen. Oh,